Welcome back to the Where the Bear podcast, everybody. Brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies, the first ever women's basketball edition of the Where the Bear podcast. And as he will be all season long, the women's basketball head coach Jeff Tungate joins me here today. And coach, is this your first ever podcast? This is my first ever podcast. So to have the chance to do it with you makes it a special day. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know about all that, but uh, but I am happy to have you with us here, coach. And, and I'm excited all season long to get a really an in depth look at what's going on with the women's basketball program and will involve players as the season goes on. So it's going to be a lot of fun and it's something uh, really that, that gives us an inside look at what's going on with the players, what's going on with the coaches, the season and everything like that. But uh, the first thing I wanted to touch on with you is you guys in the preseason polls picked third in the Horizon League. And look, this is a conversation that, that you and I have had in front of the camera, on microphone, off microphone, everything like that. This isn't – this is groundbreaking to me in that, Jeff, this isn't a cute story anymore versus what you took over, and, and we won't get into all that, but what you took over with the program. Coming to today, people expect you guys to win, and, and it's not a crazy conversation to say this Oakland team can win the Horizon League championship, and, and that's taking nothing away from Green Bay. We know what their resume is. It's not absurd to have these conversations. How how have you done that from the day that you walked into this program to today where you guys sit? Well, you know, I mean, this is, to be perfectly honest, one of the biggest challenges I've ever taken on in my life. Um, you know, and so to see the, the growth of the program and to see where we've come from and, and where we were and, you know, it, it, it hasn't been easy. You know, I've got a lot of credit to our staff and what they've been able to do. And, you know, and just knowing that we've got, you know, a group of seniors this year that believed in our vision, believed in what we were doing. And, you know, two of those with Leah Summerfield and Corinne Taylor, I mean, when they came here as, as freshmen, there, there weren't a whole lot of people knocking on our door to come to Oakland University at that time. Right. And so to have them believe in what we were doing and where we were going and be a part of that, that, that vision of our program, I think is, is so important. So, you know, and I've said this to you many times, I've said it publicly as well, but, you know, those two, 12 wins as freshmen, 15 as sophomores, 18 as juniors. So, you know, we want to obviously continue that trend and, and keep trending upward. And, you know, a lot of credit goes, again, like I said, to our staff, but those players and their belief and then, you know, be able to bring in the transfers we're able to bring in. And it's just continued to grow in the recruiting class we've, we've been able to, to sign, um, you know, for this upcoming uh, recruiting class too. It just continues to grow and get better to where now, you know, we're, we're turning down people that, um, have have some really good offers that just you know we've got we've got better players right now so um, it's just been fun to watch it's been uh, very rewarding to watch and you know as, as big of a challenge as it's been to to see the the fruits of your labor so to speak has has been has been great coach you've had players sign pro contracts I mean in this short amount of time I mean you flipped this program to you talked about eleven twelve level. 11-12 win level team, you flip that around to where now you're producing pros and, and you guys are expected to do some things. So we'll, we'll take that a step further then. Okay, so it's not cute anymore. It's not just a cute discussion. There are expectations on this program now. And how do you take that transition from being a feel-good story to now you're expected to compete for championships? I mean, uh, the old saying is be careful what you wish for because you might get it. But those expectations are here now, and you guys have to deal with those. Yeah, and, I, and you know, and, and we welcome those. I mean, we want those expectations, and you know, it's fun to go into a game where you're expected to win. And I think there's a lot to do with the, the confidence level of the program and the confidence level of the players and the team, and 
just having having those expectations it, it it also allows you to have that expectation to win where you know i think in the past we'd always hope to win we'd go into a game hoping we could get it done and and now we expect to so i think you know with expectations also comes confidence and i think the confidence in our program the confidence in our players um, grows because of those expectations so you know we welcome those we want those expectations to continue to grow and you know the higher the expectation i think the more confidence our players have so taking that a step further then and since you guys are expected to contend for said title green bay is, is sat on the mountaintop I, I think since people were driving around model t's or something like <laughs> that i mean they, they've been at the top of the mountain for a very long time so wh- what does that take now you guys in particular have had some success against Green Bay, maybe to the tune that nobody in this league has been able to, to challenge them as much as you guys have and, and ultimately defeat them. And you've beat them here, you've beat them there. I mean, you, you've done it pretty much any way that you want it. But it takes on a little bit different meaning, doesn't it, Coach, when you guys walk in the gym and, and say you're, you're sitting in second place or you're sitting in third place. The, the stakes become higher, and everybody knows that. So let's take that a step further then, Coach. What, what do you do to, to knock off – Green Bay, the, the, the perennial champion, what is it going to take for the Golden Grizzlies uh, to occupy that place? Well, I mean, for 19 straight years, no one's able to figure out that answer to it. So, <laughs> right. you know, it'd be nice to be able to have the answer to that question at the end of the year. And, you know, we have had some success against them. We've been very fortunate with that. But, you know, at the same time, they would definitely trade their championships, uh, you know, and take their championships. And, and if they had to lose a couple games to us, I'm sure they would much rather be winning the championships. Sure. And I'd much rather have the championships than the couple wins against them. So, you know, and I think, you know, Wright State's another team this year. It's going to be really, really mm-hmm. good. They've got everybody back from a team last year that tied for a league title. So, um, you know, our, our, our league is, is really, really good. And, you know, I'd love to give you some magical formula to beat Green Bay, but 19 years, you know, however many teams, whether it's eight teams, 10 teams in the league, no one else will be able to figure that out yet. So they have the tradition. They've got unbelievable support. And, you know, obviously um, Kevin does a great job with that program. So um, for us to, you know, the, the biggest thing we talked about with our team is we, we can't lose games that we need to win. And I know that sounds simple, but, you know, over the last couple of years, I felt like we've lost a couple of games that we just let get away from us where, for whatever reason, we didn't play it at our top level. And, you know, if we come and compete and play at a top level, you know, there's nights you're going to get beat maybe. But um, there's we had, you know, a couple of games last year I thought we definitely should have should have won. Mm-hmm. And we win those games. Now we're talking about being in the mix for a league title. So we got to make sure that we don't have those games that we let slip away from us. So. Um, you know, I think that's the biggest thing that we got to do in, in order to knock off Green Bay. The one thing with Green Bay, they may lose one game that they're expected to win, but they're not going to lose two. Sure. And so, you know, that's the thing where, you know, I felt there's three games last year that we really needed to get and we didn't. And, and I think that really hurt us. We win those three games. We're also tied for first place. So um, there's such a small margin of error, and especially with the league this year, I mean, top to bottom, it, it's it's so good. And there's so many teams that are going to be in the conversation for having a chance to compete for a championship. But, you know, again, 19 years running until someone does it against Green Bay. I mean, it, it's Green Bay's league until someone can prove otherwise. Sure, there's no question about it. You're listening to the Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. The first ever women's basketball edition of the Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. And remember, attorneys who have the ability to align excellent legal knowledge with sharp business savvy provide real value to their clients. 
Dedicated to assisting businesses with their employment and labor law issues, the Evans Law Group provides that real value to their clients. Perhaps this is why U.S. News and World Report recognizes the Evans Law Group as one of the best law firms in the United States and for the ninth straight year has recognized its founder, Cameron Evans, as one of the top lawyers in America in the field of employment law. To learn more, visit them on the web at www.evanslawgrp.com. And if you want to subscribe to the Wear the Bear podcast, all you have to do, go to iTunes, search Golden Grizzlies, click subscribe, you're done. You can also listen on the SoundCloud app as well and listen on SoundCloud. Just search Golden Grizzlies and hit us up there. But, Coach, in these discussions, talking about Green Bay and and the Golden Grizzlies, again, picked third in the preseason Horizon League poll this year, you shelf that for a little bit, though, because you guys will begin your journey to the conference play. And you do that, you open up. Illinois State's coming in here on Saturday for an afternoon tilt this Saturday coming up. So you guys are ready to open the curtain on the season. Oh, by the way, you're going to chase that with the game at Michigan State. And oh, by the way, you're going to chase that a couple days later with the game at Northwestern. So you're continuing that de facto membership in the Big Ten. So you guys have some tall mountains to climb before you even get to Horizon League play. You know, people always ask me, what's some things you learned from Coach Campion? And I always say one of the things is how to do a stupid job of scheduling. So, um, <laughs> you know, but, you know, that's the one thing that, that I did take away from my and from my time with him is, you know, I want our team to be exposed right now. You know, where, where are our shortcomings? What do we need to work on? Um, what, what do we need to grow and get better at so we are more prepared for conference play? And, and you know, we, we've tried to, to play a tough schedule every single year, and, you know, we want to play at least three um, of the Power Five schools to give us a really good chance to see where we're at, where we need to go, and, and what we need to improve on. And, um, you know, Illinois State out of the Missouri Valley will be a, a tough test on Saturday for us. they got a new coach um, who's a very, very good coach and very good reputation. And, and, you know, that's going to be a really tough game for us to start with at home. And then, you know, you follow that up with two Big Ten games. So, you know, we're going to find out in, within a matter of seven days exactly where we're at as a program, what we need to improve on, what we need to get better. Because at the end of the day, you know, the non-conference needs to prepare for that league season. And we want to make sure we're prepared. And what we've done in the past is we've always kind of spread those games out a little bit. But this year we want to get them right in the beginning because we want to find out exactly what we have, what we need to do, and what we need to do moving forward. So it gives us time to correct anything we need to fix. Coach, one of the things that we get into on the Wear the Bear podcast, and I've done it across the fronts with all the coaches, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. I didn't prep you for this one, so so I, I apologize for this in advance. But the, the game of, of Division One women's basketball right now, as you look across the landscape, and, and you have that unique perspective in that you guys will schedule these Michigan State games, these Michigan games, and, and all those types uh, of games that you guys do play against top-level opponents. You played Tennessee before. Um, as you look at the landscape of women's Division One college basketball right now, what what do you see? You know, it's it's a game that continues to grow in popularity. Um, you know, the one thing that that I've noticed is when I when I got the job, I've always been a big fan of of, of women's basketball and, and and basketball in general, and I've followed it for many many years. But a lot of my friends that that I know, um, either in the profession or out of the profession never really followed women's basketball until I got the job here. Mm-hmm. And once I got the job here, a lot a lot of new people started watching the game. And they said, wow, this is unbelievable. You know, I really enjoy watching these games. We need to get out more. I mean, I've got people calling me that are watching games on TV now that, that never watched games on TV before. I've got people coming to our games that have never been to a game before that continue to come back because they realize what a high-caliber um, product uh, women's basketball really is. And you know, and, and so it's been it's been fun to watch the growth just of, of people being educated on, on how good 
women's basketball is. And so I think that that continues throughout the country, not just here, but obviously throughout the country. People, you know, the attention that UConn has brought to to the game and what they've been able to accomplish. And then, you know, watching them get knocked off last year in the tournament, it's it's brought a lot of interest and fan interest, and the game continues to grow and continues to get more popular. And just to just to see the interest level continue to increase, because um, I'm telling you, it's it, it's 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 great basketball, and it's a lot of fun to watch. And 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 I think more people are starting to recognize that. And what about that, Coach? And I, I tread lightly in this because this is my area, and this is this is what I do. But the advent of of the Horizon League's deal with ESPN and, and all of your games being available on ESPN three uh, here at Oakland, a few of your games also on, on local TV on TV twenty. I mean, when when you look at the availability of the product now, and and look, I'm not a I'm not a huge businessman, but it makes sense that if your product is available for people to consume, it's a higher likelihood that people will consume it if right. it's if it's right on their doorstep. I mean, right. I don't think I'm breaking any business ground there, but I, you look at the proliferation of the coverage too, and those are some of the things that that have helped. I mean, your program, Brad Golder, that, that is a primary voice for the women's basketball program here. You know, this is a top-notch broadcaster that that called Clayton Kershaw when he was with the Great Lakes Loons. And, you know, you have high-level productions and, and television availability. It's something that's only helped the growth of the game, too. Oh, there's no question. And, you know, and for recruits to be able to tune in and see your style of play, it's one thing to talk about it on the phone. It's one thing to to tell them how you're going to play and they might get up to a chance to see one game during the year because of their schedule to be able to watch all your games on TV. It gives them a, a chance to really see how you play, what your style is. So from a recruiting standpoint, it's a huge advantage to have, have all of our games broadcast. And then, you know, just the, the, the local market. I mean, it's people that will tune in. They're like, you know what, I see that. I need, to, I need to check that out. I need to watch it. And then they'll turn into, you know what, I need to go see them in person. That looks like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's no doubt that the, the exposure that we've gotten through the, the deal with ESPN and TV20, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's helped us in recruiting. It's helped us in our fan base. And, you know, it, it's fun to get calls from people around the country to say, hey, I had a chance to tune in and see your, your team play because I was on the ESPN3 and I saw that you guys were – so I, I clicked on, you know, I really like your team. They're a lot of fun. I, right. I, I see you guys are playing the next game, so I'm going to tune in on that one too. So, you know, I think it just continues to add to, um, to, to our brand and what we're doing and, and getting more people involved. And coach, what about that? I've always said I enjoy calling your games when I get the chance to call your games because you guys play a very high octane, score the ball, score the ball, get points. And me, growing up as a little kid, I remember that, you remember that time that the Denver Nuggets did it, where they wanted to shoot the ball within nine seconds of <laughs> of the shot clock. And uh, I I always gravitated towards that. I, I love the offense. I love the shootouts. And and you guys are high octane women's college basketball. Well, when, you know, when I got the job, that was one thing I really wanted to implement in the program. I wanted to be a team that was fun to watch. And, you know, that was one of my big keys that I said, you know, I want to be a team that people want to come see. You know, we're, we're going to let kids throw behind the back passes. Now they better complete them. But, you know, we're, 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 we're going to let them throw it. You know, we're going right. to throw lobs to the rim. We're going to do stuff that, you know, maybe a little unconventional. But we, we want we want people to come watch us play. And in order for that to happen, you know, we need to play a fun style. So we want to get up and down the floor. We want to score a lot of points. And, you know, we want it to be where we're shooting a lot of threes and, and, and playing hard and just, just a, a thing where people can go and say, wow, that was a lot of fun. You know, I, I as a basketball player, as a basketball fan, I was never really into watching a 48-46 basketball game. You know, I want to see I want to see some points put on the board. I want to see, um, like you said, the high-octane offense get up and down the floor. And, you know, for us, for us to be good, obviously we got to defend. we got to do a better job defending than what we've done the last couple of years. But, um, you know, we, we want to do something that the fans want to come watch and see, and, and I think fans want to see points. 
Well, you don't need to do a better job on the podcast, Coach. You came strong here on the on the very first episode. We certainly do appreciate your time. And, and as we said, too, we'll work in some players as the season goes along. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun all season long, Coach. I appreciate you carving out the time. And uh, get used to it because we're going to be doing it a lot, if that's okay with you. Sounds good to me, Neil. Absolutely. And we appreciate the Evans Law Group, too, for what they're doing for – this the podcast and Oakland University, so can't yeah. say enough about Cam and Sue Evans. Yeah, absolutely, they're uh, they're big time contributors. There is certainly no doubt about that. So, for women's basketball coach Jeff Tungate, my name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Thank you for listening to the Where the Bear podcast, everybody. Well, see you later.